wake up cause this is Wake Up and Go So wake me up when it's all over With Div and Joe I love the morning show Woo! They keep it fun in the morning All the great songs in one place Kiss 92 Wow, this is a very long intro. <laughs> I thought like I'd hold my breath and then, you know, just explode with a good morning. And then yes. I couldn't because it was so long. Anyway. Okay, we can talk less. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Yay. Wake and, yeah. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. Today is uh, what day today, Joe? It is letter writing day. Oh. Isn't that nice? I really have some letters that are pinned up to my fridge, right? Because it just makes a difference as opposed to like looking at an email. Yeah. yeah this is like a nice note that somebody <laughs> sent you after a project. And you know, why, why are you laughing at me? Is I mean, my get with age? the times, Joe. You Stop. Gotta- you got to start pinning up emails on your fridge. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about that. If you've ever had a pen pal, if you wrote a letter to anybody special, uh, we'll talk about this ancient art of writing on paper. That's right. I'm familiar with it from my childhood. Keep it locked in to KISS 92. All the great songs in one place. KISS. KISS 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And, uh, you know, early on we were talking about how today is letter writing day. It is. Do you feel like it's a lost art because of technology or you feel like it's just been updated now, like translated? I, I think it's still going, you know. Like- yeah. After some uh, projects or events, right, people do still write me notes, which I put it on my fridge. Oh! Yeah, why are you giving me that judgmental face? Uh, maybe that's not the typical definition of letter writing I have in my head. All oh, right, you want like the envelope and the stamp. Or oh, more, more of an invested, like, um, I, I don't know, like, uh, 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 like phone call with words, <laughs> I think is what I'm trying to say, right? You know, like when you uh, wrote a letter before to a pen pal overseas, uh-huh. right? You would wait anxiously for that person to reply. Right. Right, it's a bit different now. Because you've got like instantaneous messaging yeah, functions. Yeah, like definitely you have all these direct messages. You know, you can slide into somebody's DMs yeah. all the time. Like, why bother writing a letter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a bit of a charm to it. Yeah. Like when you write a letter that you know you're going to have to wait for months maybe mm-hmm. for a reply, uh, you actually feel like you have to put in a bit more effort in what you say, right? Mm. Well, there's actually an app. I know it sounds very weird. Wow. But really? it's actually a pen pal app called Slowly <gasps> where you actually write letters and they take time to read the recipient oh. and then when they write back you'll also have to wait a period of time before you get the letter back you see you see that yeah. means there have been a group of people who have thought about the same thing that I did mm-hmm. and want to preserve the same magic and improvise and improvise but it's not the same magic because you don't have the physical letter to hold on to you can't stash it in a box you know leave it to future generations to discover your sordid life you know you yeah. can't do that <laughs> I think there's a priority of functions for letter writing those are probably <laughs> yeah. quite low down on the list of priorities okay what about and- you Irene have you ever ever had a pen pal? Actually, I think two years ago, I did solicit for a pen pal on my Instagram account. <laughs> and someone actually wrote me a letter. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So I, I, I belong to the old school camp where I really, really like letters. You also belong to another camp that solicits pen pals. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what about you, uh, Celeste? Are you too young to have written a letter or had a pen pal friend? Uh, yeah, probably too young. Right. But wow. I was on the app and I did have a few pen pals. Like, oh. I actually wrote letters to people around the world during Circuit Breaker. Wow. So I had, yeah, I spoke to people from US, Taiwan. Quite fun, actually. That's cool. That yeah. is really nice. And I'm saving the trees, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't digital. care about trees. I care about people. <laughs> so I used to write uh, on dead trees uh, to a friend in Japan, actually. Yeah, yeah for quite a while because I, I went on an exchange program to Japan and then we kept in touch uh, for quite a long time. And she would like paste little Japanese stickers on the letters, you know? Right. It would be centered. You know, Japanese stationery is the best. Mm. Yes, yes, right? yes. So I kept all of those letters and... 
last year or the year before, I can't remember, this pandemic is just blurring everything together. <laughs> she actually came to Singapore and she stayed in my spare room and we hung out. It was fun. Oh, yeah. wow. So yeah. you got to meet her. You mean before this, you never physically met her? I, I met her very briefly in the Japan Foreign Exchange Program, but not for years, like over 10 years. You see, that's always nice, right? What about you? Uh, uh, no, okay. So the only time I had a pen pal was when I participated in this program to donate to a kid. Right. Yeah, so it was a Cambodian kid and we would kind of, in part, when you sign up for this program, you help with their school fees and their mm-hmm. books and stuff, but you also have to write letters to them. You know, Divian, if you give me some money, I will write to you too. Well, <laughs> we should try that. <laughs> we should try that. I want to see how much it's worth. <laughs> but hey, Kiss fans, if you ever had a pen pal as well, you can let us know, right? WhatsApp is 8855 All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And, uh, you know, today is Letter Writing Day. It is. So uh, we were talking about, you know, the pen pals that we had, the magic of letter writing, how you you take time, right, to Mm -hmm. invest your thoughts. And it's not like a little Facebook message or a comment where you kind of expect, uh, you know, an instantaneous reply. And that means you don't have to be so accurate with your intentions. And you can't backspace. That's the thing, right? You really have to figure out what you want to write. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of thought put into actual letters. And we thought, it would be fun, right? Actually, Irene thought it would be fun mm. if KISS fans could write letters to us. Ah. Okay, but here's the thing, right? You write letters to us via SMS. Or, or WhatsApp, even. You oh, can yeah, WhatsApp sorry. Us. WhatsApp, yeah. Yeah, WhatsApp, yeah. WhatsApp, yeah. WhatsApp. SMS costs money, no? 8855-0920. Okay, WhatsApp us. And then, for the letter that we like the best, right, we will physically write a letter and mail it to you. That's right. All of us will chip in into the letter. That's right. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of work because you might have to translate my handwriting, guys. <laughs> Are you sure? Like, this sounds like mostly Chris, our intern, who will be writing the letter. <laughs> That's not what's going to happen, right? Or, like, whoever was it that wrote the template letter, for what? Yeah. <laughs> Our gratitude vouchers. Yeah, 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 yeah. In SPH, there's a tradition to write meaningless letters uh, that are exactly the same to all employees. But hey, we're going to customise this, make it personal, right? And uh, we're going to you know, put an effort to reply you, the mm-hmm. kids fan, with the best message to us. Yeah, so send us your WhatsApp letter right now at 8855-0920. Check it, Check out. it out. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe And a good Tuesday morning to you But better Tuesday morning to Joe Mm -hmm. uh, Because The Straits Times Has written a review of her play that's right. I love that SPH mentions me because, you know, I have obviously no connection to SPH at all. So it's clearly objective. Yeah, yeah. So this objective review is, I think, overwhelmingly positive. And Joe should be, uh, I think, I, I think you're quite happy about this. I, I am pleased. I'm very relieved. Very actually. relieved. Yeah, because I was stressed out because I both wrote the play and performed in it. So there's a lot of like... <gasps> Yeah, uh, judgment uh, from myself, and I'm glad that people like it. And and the title of the play is called Session Zero, and this is like a baby. Yes. Yes, that you've nurtured for how long? How long did you take to put this together? It is a one-year-old baby. One-year-old baby. And now people baby. think it's cute, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's grown into itself, and I'm just gonna you know leave you with the last paragraph of the article. I think that is enough to sum up uh, you know, Joe's achievement here. So it goes like this. As the play winds down to its denouement, the muted gasps and sniffles from those watching a testament to the power of theatre reduced to its simplest components of a playwright's words, actors on a stage, and an audience's willing and active collusion in a collaborative act of imagination. And then, big dot, the show is sold out. <laughs> 
Wow. Woo-hoo. Absolutely Thank well you. done. So one barrel only. One barrel yeah, because like any more Paris and uh, my confidence in my vocabulary might <laughs> diminish. No, well done. I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Denouement? Denouement? If you say it quick, right, people will believe that you know what you're talking about. Denouement. Also can. Also can. So yeah, so here's the thing. Now, Joe, you've got how many more shows of your 19 numbered play to go? Yeah. Yeah, we have 19 shows in total. So we're five down. Tonight, we'll be going to the sixth one. Yeah, two more weeks. So what's 19 minus 6? <laughs> 13. Yes. No, but we still have. So 14. Okay, 14 yeah, shows yeah, to yeah. go. Uh, and I don't know how Joe is going to kind of compartmentalize and, you know, well, kind of group the fatigue from the show and the fatigue from the other show. Yes. But all the best. It's okay. Like, I just group the fatigue together. Then, you know, it's kind of like group on fatigue. Then it's okay. Like, just, anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm fatigued, guys. <laughs> but hey, straight times you can help by writing more good reviews for Joe's play, okay? Kiss 92. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And uh, for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about how the Singapore Tourism Board, right, is especially concerned with how you want to, you know, basically use your annual leave. Yeah, because it's at the end of the year. You probably still have a lot of leave left. I do anyway. So how? How? And I think, you know, there's a bit of fatigue, you know, with the constant change in restrictions, right? People don't know what to do. So they're not booking anything. They're just staying at home like, ah, yeah, maybe don't go anywhere. But Mm. thankfully, we have Unlie to save the day. That's right. Uh, Because he's run through a whole series uh, and it's called How to Not Waste Your Annual Leave with Michelle Chia as well. Uh And they explore all the things you can do with your Singapore Rediscovers vouchers. But here's the thing. We want to ask Enlai, right, for tips for how to basically not waste your annual leave. Uh We've got Enlai on board. Hi, Enlai. Hello. Welcome back on the show, man. So what are some of the tips that you have for how to not waste annual leave, man? To be honest, guys, there are just so many things to do in Singapore. Mm. I, I didn't know that, you know, until I did the series. So I think to, to get started, right, what would be a really good idea is to like get the map of Singapore, right? Uh-huh. Divide it into all the GRCs. <laughs> and then you try to conquer each GRC. Because everywhere, there are some places which you don't expect there to be anything, right? There will be something to do. Oh, wow. Could you tell us about that? Like what is a surprising discovery in an unexpected GRC? Okay, I'm not sure which GRC Lim Chukang is in. Is that like Malaysia GRC? But like, I did this last season. I was led there in the production van and I had no idea where I was going. I thought they were going to kidnap me. I thought I was like in Mexico or something like that. And we drove into this place and there was a big cartoon frog on the wall. And then I realised that Carrington and I had descended upon a frog farm. A frog farm? Oh, wow, yes. okay. So we had to like run around and spot different frogs, jump into a frog pen, if that's what they're called, <laughs> um, pick them up and do silly things with them. No, no, as in like, and still be kind. We were not cool to any animals. That sounds very yes. interesting. And it reminds us of the time that Irene actually took, uh, I think her mom, to a goat farm. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Right? Hey, Diaries. Hey, hey, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't very thrilled. <laughs> So you have your, you know, whole repertoire of choices to choose from, right? Frog farm, uh, goat goat farm. farm. Also, I think around the Lim Chukang area, there's Bollywood veggies. Enlai, have you ever been there? I have. I've been there. I filmed there a few years ago. And um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So talking about Ulu GRCs, (laughs) I actually don't really know what GRC Sembawang is in. I think it's its own, actually. (laughs) And so we went kayaking in Sembawang. It really is the end of Singapore. It was right along Malaysia. I almost felt like I needed my passport with me just in case I strayed into like Malaysia territory. 
You are literally yeah. overseas almost. And hey, by the way, if you'd like to, you know, just figure out more of Enlai's adventures, uh, you know, maybe get a taste of it, get inspired as well, you can always catch the digital series How to Not Waste Your Annual Leave. You can find it on straightstimes.com. And by the way, uh, feel free to book your experiences and activities using your digital Singapore Rediscovers vouchers by the 31st of December, and you can enjoy it by the 31st of March next year. Yeah. And this is brought to you by the Singapore Tourism Board. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe. I love it. Can't get enough. It's my favorite show on Kiss 92. Hola, amigos. Se necesita una poca de gracia. Which are just lyrics from La Bamba. <laughs> By the way. Uh, wake up and go with Div and Joe. Coming up in just a bit, we've got What the Fact. I'm going to tell you all how we're like trees. Oh. And the evidence is in our teeth. Wow. And of course, we're going to be playing <laughs> Reverse the Verse. Which uh, it's a great game where you get to reverse a sentence that we'll give you. And we will, in return, give you a festive feast from Orange Club catering worth over $120. Hey, it's all for the festive season. In the meantime, we want to enjoy this one. Kick back, relax. Relax, throw your shoes off if you wear shoes at home, which is kind of strange yes. if you live in Singapore. Mm-hmm. But hey, we're not trying to judge. I, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. You want to take off your shoes, yeah, Joe? Okay, they're off. Okay, I'm going to take off my shoes. All right, this go. is Omi on Kiss. All the great songs in one place. Kiss, Kiss, Kiss. Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. It's time for. What the what the what the, what, what, what the fact? So here's something quite interesting. Telltale signs of a stressful life are recorded in your teeth. Okay. Particularly the cementum. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so the cementum is like a, you know bone-like mineralized tissue. You know your bo- your t- tooth is like a wishbone, right? Mm-hmm. You know the forks that stick into your gum. Ah, that's, right, right. That's where the cementum is. I see. And so, a stressful life can be recorded like it, akin to the way uh, the age of trees is recorded in the trunk. Right. So, how is stress recorded? Like, does it show up as like this red band or? It's, like... it's kind of like a ring. It's kind of like a mark. Okay. On it. Yeah. So, so the a more stress. Yes, there's a stress mark on wow. it. But it's 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 quite interesting that we share this pattern with you know vegetables like trees. Yes, it's true. <laughs> right. I mean, like, in the morning, I share a lot of patterns with vegetables. I gotta say. But otherwise, please keep going. Okay, on. okay. So here's some other you know ways that us and uh, uh, trees kind of have similarities. Okay? okay. So Joe, did you know that when you lose, let's say, ten kilograms of weight, mm-hmm. where does the weight go? It goes into the air because uh, you ex- you aspire. No, hang on, that's not the expire. Respire. You respire. That's the word. I told you I share a lot of traits of vegetables in the morning. We want to the expiry date. But okay, so yes, you're right. But how much of that weight do you think you respire out? I don't of know. the 10 kilograms. I'm breathing harder now. <laughs> Am I one kg lighter? No, okay, so I'll tell you, right. Of the 10 kilograms, you actually breathe out when you exercise and you lose weight, right? 8.4 kilograms. Wow. Into carbon dioxide, 84%. Where does the rest go? So the rest goes into liquid, like when you expel sweat or ah, you excrete or you have some wow, loss in material. Yeah. I see, okay, okay. 84%. Okay, so now there's some carbon dioxide floating in the air, right? Yes. How much of the tree, in terms of its mass, right, do you think is made up from carbon dioxide? 90%. 50%. Oh, okay, oh, fine. Oh. 50% of that giant redwood tree that you look at is uh-huh. entirely out of thin air. So in essence, right, whatever you breathe out, right, the carbon dioxide just floats in the air and is transferred to the tree and becomes the tree. I see. So you are the tree. I have to be really careful not to breathe in somebody else's exhalations because I don't want to like take on like Irene's weight. Okay, right? I'm a tree, you're a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> 
My favorite station. Turn it up loud. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. That's Mariah Carey uh, with Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And, uh, you know, I read this bit of trivia about Mariah Carey for the song that she wrote, All I Want for Christmas is You, right? She wrote it in about 15 minutes and then has thus far earned about 70 US uh, million, US wow. dollars, million, 70 uh, <laughs> dollars in revenue. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> in 15 that. minutes, yeah. Right. The reason we're trying to talk in reverse is because we're going to play. This is. No, it's not. Here we go. Reverse the verse. That's right. So, reverse the verse is a game where we throw you a sentence, a string of words, and you have to reverse it. Ah. For right? example, we'll be giving you a festive feast from Orange Clove Catering worth over $120 as a prize. Prize. Uh, S. <laughs> $120 over worth. Catering clove orange from Feast Festive. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Uh, or we could, you know, throw you the phrase in reverse and you have to tell us, you know, as it is straightforward, right? But this prize from Orange Clove Catering is quite, uh, I think, timely for the season. It's great. I mean, it includes Clauses Baked Gourmet Bread Set, Honey Baked Chicken Ham, and a Garlic Rosemary Rotisserie Chicken, right? This whole feast uh, for your, essentially, your festive gatherings. And also, right, I mean, if you're interested in getting it for yourself, Orange Clove has tons of wholesome Offerings from gift sets to party sets to mini buffet spreads. So, you know, hit them up. (laughs) (laughs) Then hit. There's a lot in there. So, if you'd like to pick this up, all you have to do right now is to give us a call at 669109200 for Reverse the Verse. Kiss 92. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe. It's time for. This is. No, it's not. Here we go. Reverse the Verse. And our phone lines are buzzing away, but the first person that we have on is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Hi, good morning, guys. (laughs) Morning. Okay, we're going to set your day straight, okay? We're going to throw you a string of words, and you have to repeat it in reverse, okay? Yeah. Okay, are you ready? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Themselves, of, full, so, are, dolls, Russian. Russian dolls are full of themselves. Yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, yes, Russian dolls are quite full of themselves. They are, what horrible. <laughs> Congratulations, you get a festive feast from Orange Clove Catering worth over $120. Congratulations, Mary. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you in advance. All the great songs in one place. Can we roll that, please? Wake up and go with Div and Joe And you know, all of last week, right We've been asking you, KISS fans To leave your suggestions for how best to use Your Singapore Rediscovers vouchers Because the Singapore Tourism Board Really doesn't want you to waste your annual leave That's right, or your vouchers And of course you can use them to go do something you love With your loved ones And you can book those experiences All the way until 31st December And enjoy them by 31st of March next year Remember, don't waste That's right And hey, we had a lot of prizes to give away as well for how you can use your Singapore Rediscovers vouchers, uh, including Sentosa Fun Passes worth $240 that we promised to give away. Yeah. If you left your suggestions on our Facebook page and we found a winner, his name is Gaston. Uh-huh. We tried to give him a call, but he's actually at work and somehow left his phone at home and now his wife has picked <laughs> up and it's not Belle, everybody. Oh, well, that's not a surprise, I suppose. <laughs> good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi. Even Joe. Good morning. This is Liang Lin. Is it? It's Xiangling, is uh, it? Xiangling, yeah. Oh dear, I'm, I'm so wife. sorry. Xiangling. <laughs> Xiangling, let me apologize by giving you Sentosa Fun Passes worth $240. Yeah! 
Oh my god, thank you so much guys Right, so we were looking at Gaston's submission, right? He said that with the SRV, he brought his parents to the gardens by the bay And admired the exotic flora and fauna And uh, he's so proud to be a Singaporean So the question is, did he bring you? <laughs> yes, of course, we went together And oh. we really love gardens by the bay That's oh, yeah? beautiful What do you love about it? I especially love the waterfall in the uh, forest dome. You know, when when you walk in, you hear the water gushing down and you feel the condensation against your skin. Wow, it's it's really amazing. Every time I go there, I'm just amazed, you know. You didn't put your head in the waterfall, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, we're just kidding. We're just kidding. We also love like the man-made clouds and everything, right? The cloud Mm -hmm. forest. But well done. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. And hey, by the way, Kiss fans, if you want to pick up more prizes as well, you can because next week, there's a heck of a prize to come. Yeah, it's a pair of Singapore Southern Islands yacht guided tour tickets worth $500. That's right. So if you haven't already done so, you can head down to our Facebook page, Kiss92FM, and look out for our pinned Facebook post and tell us in the comments how you've rediscovered Singapore with your vouchers. This is brought to you by the Singapore Tourism Board. Wake up and go. Go, let's go. They play the best, best music with Div and Joe on Kiss92. Hey, we got quite a lot coming up in this hour. We got your SO monthly specials for the month of December, of course. And we're talking to comedian Selena Tan, who is bringing the show Happy Ever Laughter back, you guys. With all these stand up comedians, it's going to be a huge laugh. Wow, she's got like a, you know, a whole resume that's hard to finish, right? Comedian, writer, director, now Hollywood, Hollywood actress. Star. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk to her about all of that. You have to join us in just a bit. Keep it locked in to Kiss 92. Kiss 92. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And, uh, you know, we've got our wonderful producers with us, Irene and Celeste. I love it. You're making them laugh without even trying. Like, you don't even say anything. Irene is laughing. Yeah, I know, because here's the thing, right? We're going to talk to Selena Tan in just a bit. And she's like, you know, the fairy godmother of comedy from mm-hmm. my point of view. And uh, it's, it's it's interesting because we're going to talk to her about comedy in Singapore, how it's evolved, you yeah. know, through her lens as well. But I wanted to ask you guys, what is comedy to you? Right, so so Irene, like, what are some of the shows that you used to watch that really made you laugh? Right, right. So Celeste said, "Don't mention Sean to pass." Okay, so <laughs> okay, I, okay. I laugh because it's funny. <laughs> okay, okay. So in that case, uh, I think recently I got on Improvaganza. Oh. Uh, and I only recently discovered Ryan and Colin. Uh, right. So they were famous yeah. from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very rarely to the party, but no they are so good. Yeah, yeah. they're great. They're yeah, legends. there's something magical about improv comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like essentially, you can't rehearse it, right? You make it up on the spot, yes. and there's something so magical because. Because the audience gives them something, they throw something back to the audience, the audience gives them something. It's this yeah. whole communion thing. But, but also, don't you think, you know, in, in radio, that's kind of like the bedrock yeah. as well? Like <laughs> what? Was that funny? What? I don't know. I just wanted to surprise you guys. Wow, uh, that's improv poultry. Uh, okay, so what about you, Celeste? What have you found like really funny? I love it when comedians are not afraid to like cross the line. Because wow. these days, everyone is like very safe. Yeah, yeah. But the best ones are like, you know, Ricky Gervais, yeah. Dave Chappelle, to me, to me. No, They're that, great. That harks back to the function of a jester in court, right? Yeah. Mm. So originally, the jester was the, the smartest person in the court and the only one who could tell the king the truth mm. uh, without fear of persecution but he had to do it in a way that you know was like comedy yeah, yeah. Exactly. just so uh, he could hide his intention and you kind of soften the blow right because when you all laugh together at 
something, then you're willing to talk about more serious topics. It's not like, oh, you were yeah. wrong. You they get people this. talking. But, you know? ag- but again, you know, with <clears throat> doing things close to the line, sometimes you cross the line. Yeah. And uh, and this idea of the line is also evolving, shifting. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's more like an amoeba now. It's an amoeba. Line. Yeah. Okay. So what about <laughs> you, Joe? You know, you've actually practiced improv comedy. You've done comedy yourself uh, for a long time now. So so what do you find funny? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's different types of comedy that are really coming up in Singapore, right? There are more and more improv comedy groups, mm. which is great. Uh, there's stand-up comedy, as we mentioned. And mm. I think Selena will tell us more about how, like, 10 years ago, there were barely any yeah, stand-up comedians yeah. to be found and suddenly the scene is blossoming. And of course, there's also character comedy. You get yes. these people like Teo Chui Mue. Or, uh, yeah, or everyone in Under One Roof. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, where they play these different characters and because the character is funny, somehow whatever they say no, is it's funny. Tr- it's true, because it probably... Uh, helped us caricaturize the Singaporean culture as well 20 years ago and it's yeah. still you know so firmly planted in our minds Yeah, and that's the power of comedy I know I love it that there's so many different types of comedy nowadays and you know I love them all yeah so we're going to talk to Selena a little bit more about this it's going to be quite an exciting conversation as well and she's going to tell us a little bit about her involvement with Happy Ever Laughter the multi-comedian task force as well as uh, you know her endeavours in Hollywood people wow. keep it locked in to Kiss 92 Wake up and go. They keep it fun in the morning. With Div and Joe on Kiss 92. Ah, that soothing number. The band Perry on Kiss 92. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And we're so, so excited to go on to Facebook Live, by the way. So, Kiss fans, if you don't know, we're on Facebook Live right now with what I call the fairy godmother of comedy. Mm-hmm. We've got <laughs> Selena Tan with us. Yes. And hey. uh, I think her accolades are, are, I think, too numerous for us to go through. But we'll try. Aww. Yes, we'll try. We'll, we'll try. try. So she's a no, comedian, no, no, no. right? And of course, she's also a director. And recently, she is a Hollywood star wow. as well. So where shall we start, Dave? I don't know. I think we should start with what's currently going on right okay. now, which is Happy Ever Laughter, the multi-comedian task force. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Happy Ever Laughter is more or less an institution. Selena, you want to maybe uh, just tell us a little bit about Happy Ever Laughter in case some of our KISS fans are not yet aware? Sure. Um, Happy Ever Laughter is actually a smorgasbord, just a buffet of like the the top best comedians, stand-up comedians uh, that Singapore has to offer at any one time. We started it oof, way back, I think in um, uh, 2012 or, or something like that. Wow. That was our first one. And, and we really started it because I think I came back from uh, a holiday overseas and I, I went to one of these comedy festivals where, you know, there were just like, it's like you turn one corner, you smash into the next comedian. You turn the next corner, you smash into the next one, right? So it's like comedian after comedian. And it was so no fuss. It was so, you know, like everybody was just like out there having a great time. And I thought, hey, I'm sure I can find comedians in Singapore. And yeah. it was not easy at first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a lot of, we did have a few budding uh, stand-up comedians as well as uh, actors um, who are, you know, very used to taking on comedic roles. Yeah. So we kind of merged them together. And what clinched it for me was that I, one night, and I don't know why it always happens kind of like when I'm halfway sleeping or whatever, I woke up and I go like, oh my God, happy ever laughter. That's what we're going to call it. (laughs) It's a beautiful name. Yeah, because, you know, it it makes it, I think it it, it makes people happy just to listen to it. And and then I brought everybody together and I think Pam was involved in this first one with me. She was producer and and I, I was, you know, director, creator. And we just... We just died laughing like all the time. Like we we loved coming into rehearsals, and this, that was the one show I think I watched 
all the time. I would crawl to the audience and lie wow. on the floor in the audience wow. and wait to laugh. You know, like, oh, it's gonna laugh. The laughter's coming. Wow. And then you hear like, 2,000 people like roaring in laughter. That's yeah. like, that's better than anything. That that's like the best crazy, feeling ever. Right? But of course, like, yeah. during this pandemic, we can't fit 2,000 people in a theatre anymore, but somehow you're still going. And I know that this edition of Happy Ever Laughter was postponed for two years. Like, how is that that's for right. you? Uh, I mean, we, we did make a decision that unless we could get... Uh, because, you know, live theatre is like that. You feed on the response of everybody else as well. So we did decide that until we could get a, a, a good enough feeling in the audience, uh, we weren't going to, you know, ask people to buy tickets. But when we finally came to this stage, where at the Capitol, which is actually quite a smallish, uh, intimate theater, yeah. you can fit about four hundred and seventy people. Oh. So actually, if you if you go to the theater, yeah. uh, you come to watch Happy Ever Laughter, you sit in the stalls, uh, you just feel like. Wow, this theater is a bit roomier. You got a little <laughs> bit more space to flex your arms a little, but uh, the 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 strength of the audience, laughter, and the the feeling of that participation uh, is still is still significant. Yeah. I think it's still there. And if anything, yeah. I feel like it adds to the the sense of intimacy as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's in on it. Okay, so <laughs> everybody comes in like. Ready to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talking about tickets as well, we've got a pair of tickets worth $238 to give away. Yes. And we're on Facebook Live once again. You can find us on Kiss92's Facebook page. Just leave a comment, ask any question, ask Selena. You know, she's got like decades of experience when it comes to comedy. She's pretty much, you know, a cornerstone, I think, yeah. in the com- comedy scene in Singapore. So I want to ask you, Selena, how do you think comedy has evolved over the last couple of years in Singapore? And why is it so important, especially now? Well, you know, uh, I I think in particular, well, comedy is important all the time. I I think you know, I mean, from the from the I mean, from what you read in history, even with the court jesters and and all that, as particularly in a politically, um, um, <laughs> we're live, we're live on national radio. Yeah, uh, in, in in a particularly uh, uh, pol- tricky, politically, tricky. what's the word? I uh, uh, should Ch- alive. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Vibrant, you know, like, vibrant, evolving, but, evolving. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Situation where 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 you know it is so much involved. In our lives, yes. um, our everyday lives, you need that release. You need that comedy, the satirical, the, the parodies. You know, all that kind of stuff. You need that in order for people to feel alive and yep. feel like, like either they are able to contribute or that they are able to just exist. No, it's I true. mean, you know, just just yeah. have it to exist. It's true. It's and, true. Yeah, um, so it, it keeps it, it keeps people sane. Yes, and, yeah. and 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 that's I think that's where we've been. Um, but in in the past couple of initially, it used to be that um, you know I can't say that there weren't stand up comedians because yeah. you know there was Apuya Sun. Yes, you know there, there right. were always there were always these uh, you know uh, wonderfully creative people who who could make people laugh uh, in the different communities. And then the theater took over, television took over. We had. Uh, actors who were who were very good at bringing up the funny parts of life. Amazing. But in recent years, the stand-up comedians have really done a stand-up job. And that's uh, a force in the to be, smaller yeah. circuit. That's a force to be reckoned with. And uh, we're going to talk more about how you know comedy is a tool to kind of combat the apathy that people might feel towards the the politics that affect their lives, right? So we'll talk about that on Facebook Live as we continue to have a chat with Selena sure. Tan, and we're going to come back as well for Seal It with a Kiss. You keep it locked in. In the meantime, to Kiss ninety two. Kiss ninety two.
All the great songs in one place. That's Ed Sheeran, Elton John, Merry Christmas. We're in the festive vibe, oh, everybody. Exciting. And we're so, so happy to have Selena Tan with us. She's like, uh, I, I keep saying, right, the fairy yes. godmother of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because she holds so many hats, right? She's a, you know, renowned actress, yeah. uh, comedian, also writer, director. And we were talking a little bit about Selena directing comedy. Yeah, she's created yeah. this platform, Happy Ever Laughter, yes. which is going on right now. And she's got all of these different comedians on and she's got to tell them whether they're funny or not. Which seems kind of <laughs> antithetic to comedy to me because I, I always thought comedy had to be free and you know co- totally like just running off the edges but for you you have to kind of f- put a framework around it. Yeah. I, I, I think you're, you're, you're right. I mean but with Happy Ever Laughter we have nine comedians yeah. and through the years I think I have in my, in my trying to craft it and put things together I've also come to acknowledge the fact that each of the nine comedians must be allowed to stand on their own. Yeah. I mean, they. I, I can't craft them all to become Selena-esque like uh, comedians. You <laughs> Can know? you so, craft me to be Selena-esque? <laughs> I would love to be Selena-esque. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you have your, really your own special voice. I mean, as, as, as cliched as that sounds, right? Every one of them uh, has a rhythm and has a style already. If that rhythm and style does not work, uh, then they would not even be where it, exactly, on a happy yeah. ever laughter team, they're the reason why they they've been selected to be in, in this um, panel of um, uh, this task force of great comedians in Singapore <laughs> is because they 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 have come somewhere with their they have discovered their their comedic voice already. So I try to go in and and honor that comedic voice and say okay, but but. Uh, you know, I still think that you know this this joke coming before this might work better. That line maybe is slowing your joke down according to your pace. Yeah. And then after that, the big test is just the audience. Yes. Yeah. Once the audience comes in, right? The, the audience teaches us. That's that's wonderful. It's so it's it's a really fluid interactive medium, right? Uh, yes. By the way, if you want to score a pair of tickets to catch Happy Ever Laughter, you can actually just leave a comment uh, in our comment section on Facebook. We're on Facebook Live, by the way, so you can actually look at Selena and all of us have a conversation. Uh, but if you want to catch it as well, it's running from now till the 18th of December at Capitol Theater. Tickets start from fifty dollars, and you can get them at sg.bookmyshow.com. For right now, Selena, we've got to uh, invite you on. On to one of our, our institutions on radio. It's okay. called Seal It With a Kiss. Mm. Seal it with a kiss. Okay. So uh, we want to ask you if you have something special that you hold in your heart. Somebody that you might want to say something special to. Oh, uh, too many people. Too many people. <laughs> but today, but I, think, I think right now... Um, Kisses uh, out to the entire Happy Ever Laughter team. Uh, it's not easy during the uh, a situation like this, a pandemic, to be going out to the show um, for uh, because of the the numbers of people you can have in the audience. Instead of playing two weeks, they're playing four four and a half weeks. So that's a lot of comedy time and you know to, to put in. And they've been doing a great job at the Capitol. So out to them, to my Happy uh, Ever Laughter crew yeah. and. Uh, that's amazing. And of course, you guys have really been working around it as well. I, I know that Judy, she actually caught COVID and you guys had to stream her live from home. Uh, she's wow. okay now. So I'm just glad that everybody's got through it okay. But yeah. you know, I think they definitely deserve a little prize. Exactly. So, so Selena, <laughs> we, we want to give you a pair of tickets to Christmas time with Dick Lee worth almost $220 because we know that you're really tight with John Lee and Dick as well. So, you know, oh, enjoy. Wow. Yes, enjoy. I just saw the ad for it just now while waiting to do this. 
Thank you very much. Awesome. Okay, so at this point, right, you're going to have to pick a song as well for your entire, you know, cast and crew uh, from Happy Ever Laughter. So what song would you like to play on air? You have If You're Happy and You Know It. <laughs> no, I guess okay. we'll have to go with Pharrell with uh, happy. All right. On the happy crew. We'll get that queued on the playlist for you, Selena. And uh, because it's sealed with a kiss right now, we're going to ask you to give a big fat kiss to the entire cast and crew of Happy Ever Laughter. One, two, three, go. Once again, Happy Ever Laughter will run from now till the 18th of December. Capital Theatre tickets start from $50 and you can get them at sg.bookmyshow.com. Selena, it's been an absolute blast. Thank Uh, you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, David. Thank you. Here is Pharrell Williams in the meantime with Happy on KISS 92. What's up, I'm Beyonce. Hey, it's Katy Perry. Hey, hey, this is your girl Lady Gaga, and you're listening to Wake Up and Go with Dev and Joe. All the great songs in one place. Kiss 92. Oh my gosh, you guys, we've got so much going on in just a bit. We're going to talk to uh, one of our participants for Kiss Me 92, Su Yi from Powmakers. That's right, and also we've got $80 petrol vouchers to give away. That's right, and don't forget the fact that we've got those $280 a pair tickets to catch Happy Ever Laughter, the multi Comedian task force to give away as well wow. if you participated on Facebook Live. So keep it locked in to Kiss 92. Kiss 92. All the great songs in one place. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about this whole Kiss SME movement for a while now mm-hmm. to the point where we've actually given away $25,000 and an iPhone 12 Pro for the first leg of the race. That's right. We did that just last Friday. But you have until the end of December to be one of the winners for the second leg. So uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Joe, you sound like you're dancing and speaking. But okay. okay, but here's the thing, right? We've got a whole bunch of SMEs who have written in to us mm-hmm. uh, to have a bit of a shout out as well, right? And one of them that we can't wait to introduce you to is the founder of Pao Makers, <gasps> Su Yi. Hello. Hi, Su Yi. Hi. Okay, so I'm just looking at, you know, the pictures that we pulled off the internet, right? For some of the pals that you uh, serve and they look absolutely delectable. Yes. I can't take my eyes off the salmon mentai pao. <laughs> yes, that is our uh, actually one of our top sellers. So yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, our customers actually like to eat that. That's amazing. Can you tell us how this whole uh, concept came about? Uh, actually, when I was little, my father used to buy me traditional kombat pao all the time, <gasps> as it was one of my favorite foods. And during one of my dinner, I was inspired by filling the buns with like chili crab to enjoy wow. a fast free meal. Wow. Yeah, it's like something so, that Singaporeans do, right? You know, even you have the manto, you want yeah. to put the chili crab inside just to eat it together. Yes, that's right. So, and then moving forward, we develop more flavors to what we have today. So, like um, truffle mushroom is one of our new flavors, and as well as the mentaiko, uh, which has been there for maybe since five years ago. Oh. That's amazing. Sui, can we yeah. ask, can we ask, can we volunteer a possible recipe that if you uh, decide to put on the menu, right? We don't need to claim any credit. La. <laughs> can we, can we, can we, can we volunteer a recipe? Uh, maybe, yeah, you can. Okay, okay, okay. So, you know what I like to do sometimes, right, is to take fried chicken skin, uh, put with coleslaw okay. and chili sauce in a bun. You know, like like if you go to Arnold's, then you get the, the bread bun, right? But I think it would be great in a pao. Actually, yeah, I think it would. Right. Like, yeah. What do you think? Okay, maybe I can, I can, I can try that. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> we might have invented a pow for pow makers. Okay, so great. alternative uh, career lined up already. That's right. Hey, also, so we wanted to ask you about uh, the pandemic, right? So you mentioned that it was yeah. pretty tricky for you guys, but you managed to pivot. Can you tell us a bit about that? 
Uh, so during COVID, it was tough, but we managed to pivot by introducing frozen bao kits, um, where we are able to enjoy hot and delicious baos at our house, and it's also good for gifting. So you know, we managed to get a lot of our customers who came and support and buy our food to share with their family and friends. Aww. That's fantastic, and I'm I'm glad that you guys are still you know uh, healthy, up and running, and your patrons are still supporting you. And by the way, Kiss fans, if you'd like to check them out, you can head to Four Chiak Chuan Road or log on to Powmakers.com. And hey, Sui, we want to ask: Do you have anything on uh, Instagram as well that you want to shout out for your social media account? Yes, we do. It's uh, Powmakers. Okay, Powmakers on Instagram. But Kiss fans, you know what to do, right? Yes. Head on down to the physical store at Four Chiak Chuan Road and take a picture of the decal, the joint decal with Amex. And of course, Kiss Me 92. Post it on your Instagram and use the two hashtags Kiss Me 92 as well as Shop Small SG. That's the two hashtags you have to remember and set your account to public. If Powermakers has the most number of mentions from you, Kiss fans, they're walking away with a $25,000 ad package from Kiss 92. Sui, thank you so much for talking to us. No problem. Thank you. Wake up and go with Dev and Joe. All the great songs in one place. Every morning, first thing. It's my favorite show. Kiss 92. That's Usher cashing in into the festive spirit with this <laughs> Christmas. You know what we're talking about. Wake up and go with Div and Joe. And because the festive season as well, we've got some, uh, you know, wonderful prizes to give away. Especially for, you know, the segment Seal It With A Kiss that will air tomorrow. So you can participate today because what's up for grabs? Yeah, it's a pair of tickets to Christmas time with Dick Lee worth almost $220. And, you know, I love my Christmas tunes. I feel it's not really the holiday without Christmas tunes. Unless it's Chinese New Year. Then that would be weird. No, that's true. True. I feel yes. like maybe everybody should release, a, you know, something for a Christmas album. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We should, but not, not, not you, Div. Please yeah, not, don't do no, it. No, 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 no. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but in the meantime, if you want to listen to music that's in tune, you know, that's happening on 22nd and 23rd of December. And once again, that's Christmas time with Dick Lee. It's going on at Sand Theater, Marina Bay Sands, and you can get your cystics via cystic or log on to marinabaysands.com. Thanks to Base Entertainment Asia. Excelente. Okay. So we've got our, you know. Uh, intern Chris in the house as well. What's up, Chris? Morning. Okay, so Chris has actually been on an adoption hunt uh, for the next member of his family, another fur kid. Mm -hmm. And how's that going for you, Chris? So we've chosen our dog, (gasps) our next dog. He looks a lot like our previous dog. Wow. Yeah, like almost identical. Has the same pattern. His snout looks the same. He has the same scar on his snout. uh, Really? You have a type, huh? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's true it's, And it's, it's very interesting It's like the, the dog is back Yeah Right, in, in a slightly different form And what are you going to call your new dog? So we've decided on the name Miso <laughs> Yes, right Chris and his pattern of naming his dogs after delicious food I love it I, I think my dad wanted to name him that I suggested it But he was like Oh, Miso hungry Miso sad Miso <laughs> I, I, I see where you get your humor from as well, Chris. Uh, okay, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And when you do get the dog, you have to have to introduce us to him. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, going to be I thought you meant well. you have to have to bring him to the studio. <laughs> Me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, 6 to 10 in the morning. You keep it locked in to KISS 92. Yeah, you got that. K-I-S-S. I love it. Let me feel your love. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One more wake up and go. With Dev and Joe on KISS 92.